because Togos was well. He was, I guess he was in my neck of the woods. He said yeah. it was it was near me. He's like I've hit the Togos near you twice this weekend. Um, and hold on, I need to read it. Maybe it was this weekend, or maybe it was uh, twice in one day. But have you ever hit the same restaurant twice in the same day? I have twice. I would in be the lying same if I said I haven't. What restaurant? McDonald's. Honestly, like you grab you grab oh, like right, a, right. a egg McMuffin in the morning and you're on the road and then later that night it's like I'm still on the road and I'm hitting some cheeseburgers along the way. Bobby was really into the McDonald's. I yeah, he, I saw his arms fly up over there. Maybe he probably Starbucks. eats like that twice a week. Maybe Starbucks. For food twice? Yeah, just like randomly. Yeah. Right? Like you go down, you get something in the morning and then later on you get one of their... Those little uh, boxes that they have, so I guess sorta. That box with the egg in it is not the end of the world. Actually, they're all kind of pretty good. Yeah, that one with the, it's got some egg. It's got now you some take grapes. you take that you leave it in your car for six hours, let's say, because you got to go to school. I don't know. You coming back and eating that one? <laughs> no, because that one was initially cold. I am a very um, buy it, eat it sort of guy. Like I can't even get it home. Like if you said to me, "I'm buying that thing and I'm gonna eat it when I get home," yeah. I'm eating it in the car. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm probably not even gonna get to the car. It's going to go down that quickly. That's the worst when you're just, all you're thinking about is the food that is in the refrigerator. It's like, yeah, no, this is not going to last. You could never be a DoorDash driver, yeah. Travis. You would just be driving around <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't with like, no, full-on food at that. the whole time. I wouldn't be good at that. No, there's seven wings. That's, that's we, we serve them in seven. <laughs> yeah, you guys don't know that that's how we do them here? <laughs> uh, it says 12 wings. Nope. It's not actually it's seven. You ordered half an order and we bonused you one. <laughs> So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but you charged me for the whole thing along. Have you hit that point, Emily, where you're really not hungry anymore? Because there, you do get to that point if you after you've gone eight, ten hours without eating, you're kind of like kind of over it for a while, and then it comes back again. But if you hit the, it's like your second wind of non-eating. Yeah, I think it's more just like the coffee that's just sitting bare in my stomach. That's, yeah, that's the worst. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm getting. I think it's just the, the drink more coffee. <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds great. I'm gonna drink just a bunch of water. Funch, are you ready for your your wedding? I know we're 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 inside of a week now, so we're getting very very short on time. Is everything on track? Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, we were working over uh, the seating chart yesterday. Um, so let's just say that I have some friends that don't like each other, so we have to like separate them. Ooh, drama. That's yeah, why I you know. should put them next to each other. I know, and also uh, also one of my good friends just got divorced, and his ex wife is coming, so we have to mm. separate them too. Mm. So the. They're recently divorced, but recently they're both divorced. coming to the wedding. Both coming to the wedding. And what, you know, my the guy is one of my best friends, and his wife, his ex-wife, is becoming one of my fiance's best friends. So I'm, I'm, I, hope, I hope you don't fall into this category, Funch, but Al, I'm assuming you've been in this boat because, because of how old you are. I'm assuming you have a lot of friends that have gotten married, right? And you've been to a lot of weddings at this mm-hmm. point in your life. Um, the wild wedding story where something happens to the bride or groom or both or the best man or the maid of honor where it gets a little sideways. Do you have a handful of those? No, not really. Not really. Oh, I you're had very one, lucky. I had one buddy at one wedding just uh, was just beyond intoxicated. Uh huh. But that wasn't like too crazy. It was just like, All right, let's get this guy over to There'll the There'll be a few of those this weekend at my wedding. So, Funch, here's what you don't want. And I'm not going to use names to protect the guilty. Uh-huh. But uh, this is one of my wife's friends. We went to uh, her wedding. And at the wedding, it was a beautiful wedding at this very, very swanky spot. And it's it's a beautiful wedding, an open bar. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody's dancing. Everybody's enjoying themselves. And uh, the toasts are delivered. The father of the bride gives a toast. And the best man gives a toast. And the maid of honor gives a toast. And then the groom decides he's going to get on the mic. And he's been having a good time. But he's not out of his mind. But yeah. he's having a good time. Yep. And he says, you know, I just want to thank everybody for coming. I love you all. Thank you for being a part of our lives, starting our lives together. Very sweet, sincere comment. He goes, you know what? This was about a little bit before 10 o'clock. 
about maybe 930 or so, he says, we're just going to keep the bar open all night for whoever wants to stay and spend the rest of the night with us. So everybody, everybody, yay, kind of deal. Okay. So you can see the guy that's like the caterer or the bartender who's ever in charge of this thing goes over to the groom who's just made this announcement says, hey. Hey, here's the deal. I've only been paid to be here till 10 Mm o'clock. You've only bought drinks up until 10 o'clock. Unless somebody writes me a check right now, I'm packing this place up at 10 o'clock. Was he saying it on the mic? It was noticeable, shall we say. Mm. Okay, so this this went from a, no, I'll pay you later. No, 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 no. This is what I've been paid for. I'm leaving at 10 o'clock. I'm not, we're not doing this on good faith. I'm Mm -hmm. not taking a bath on the, I kind of get it, right? It makes sense to me. And so it gets a little more heated and a little more heated and a little more heated. And the next thing you know, they're going out front to fight each Come other. Come on now. So, it's so are going- you saying the grooming and the bartender? <laughs> yes. And so it's out in front but of... But was it negotiated that, hey, whoever wins this, that's what's going <laughs> to happen? That's how it's going to go down? Because if, if I win, then 10 o'clock, this thing's closed <laughs> down. If you win, we're going till 2 a.m. It goes out into the front that, of the you gotta facility. you got to fight for your life. And the police show up. The, Get out of here. The police show up, and they it gets worse. It gets worse. The, his newly minted mother-in-law of a couple of hours at this point tries to interject with some reason into the entire conversation. Hey, guys, everybody calm down. This is not how we want this to go. You're making She's being reasonable. The groom says something that wasn't this, but I'll let you use your imaginations. Back off. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that. Okay, it was about ten thousand times more aggressive. What are you doing in back, all this? Like this? I was gonna like, say, like, like was, are you? Like, hey, let's go. Do you, do you yes. grab? Do you grab a drink? I don't know these people. Do you grab a drink as this is all gonna go down? Like, well, let me let me get a drink here real quick. <laughs> let me grab some dessert. I'm sitting there going, this this is getting good. This mm. is getting really good. Police show up. Finally, they talk yep. this guy off of the ledge. Like you're not gonna fight the caterer. Mm. Air we're Force not, shows we're up. Not from gonna do this. Top Gun. Everybody kind of calms down and everybody goes back to their corner. The next day, there is the the post-wedding brunch the day after. Not super fun. A little bit of tension in the air. So, Funch, I hope you don't get one of those situations where Funch that square goes up, the way bro. That it does. Anybody doesn't don't matter who it is. What is like go, an alley go. in front of a venue? So we might get into a, fight, a back alley fight or something. <laughs> just, I'm just saying that it it's one of my favorite weddings. I got a few more. We got <laughs> these are these are how I love the to see I how that to. one escalates. By the way, if I'm the bartender, just use it as an example, yeah. uh, my man, uh, I'm working till ten. Yeah, like this I, is what I, you I have, paid me to be here till ten. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take off after that, and then we're you know gonna go our separate ways. Yeah. Now, if he was like, "Hey, I got you, no problem." Obviously, he wasn't that. It's a little bold of the groom to just keep pushing on this thing. We, yeah, no, no, I'll pay you late. It's like, brother, you don't understand. I'm not. I we don't know each other. I was I was here to do a job until ten o'clock. I'll You've pay bought you later. booze. Like it was when he's no, I'm good for. Like I'll give you a crit. It's like no, 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 no. You're not understanding me. I'm here until then, and it got madder and madder and madder until it's like, all right, we're gonna go do this. And then mom, then tried you went. To- you're like, I'm gonna get a quick drink here and watch this thing. It's terrific. Susan's like, mm. just leave me. I'm like, I'm not gonna get involved, but I do want to see what happens next. Don't do that, Funch. I'm just saying, let the uh, let the bartender. No, live. Funch, you live your life, bro. <laughs> ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Um, Steph Curry twip, tripped, twipped. Yeah. What's twipped? Tripped. Twipped on- is uh, it's a kind, it's a move right now used in the NBA. It's 
the Euro step and the twip, right? That, that's what happens. With it's a Euro step spin move. <laughs> Twipped. Look, did you see Steph twip break Luca's ankles with that twip? Um, he got taken out by a waiter. Like he's he's backpedaling. He's get, he's going back the other way. Yeah. And, and he got and look, nothing happened. He mm-hmm. got up. He was fine. No, but can you imagine if that thing had gone a certain way? If Steph trips on There's a no waiter? space, There's no There's space. no space. But this has been going on in the NBA for a long. Even even behind the baskets where they have you know the cameraman or they have whoever taking shots. It's the Associated Press. It's blah blah blah. Doesn't always feel like I'm like someone's going to turn their ankle. Like they're going to turn their ankle, and it doesn't. It doesn't happen, which is probably why they allow it. But I never understood that. Why is everybody so close? What I mean, how much closer can you possibly get? How about a drink spills every other game, and they got to come, they got to clean up. That happens at the arena all the time. But it's like, I don't know. Well, Do what they- are we talking about? So the the out of bounds line to the the spectators' feet is what a foot. You have you have I mean, the side right? you have the sideline yeah. where it's literally right there. That's what I mean. So the sideline and, and then, then baseline you have baseline. You got, there's a little more. Room. There's a little more room, but you got all your momentum usually For going sure. this way. And they, they but on the but there. on on the on the the out of bounds on the sides, not the baselines. Yeah, they, there's out of bounds. There's no space. A foot tops yeah. right. I, 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 there's chicken nuggets and fries <laughs> and a vodka tonic <laughs> on the side that if. Somebody goes diving for a ball is right I mean, there. If, if you get tripped up, you might as well grab a nacho when you're down there and, mm-hmm. and see what's up. But I'm telling you, we saw the, the Warriors throw the ball out of bounds. Curry he, threw it to... A pass to a player on the Mavericks. Who was wearing a white shirt. What do you do? And they started laughing. Yeah, that, that's not funny. What if it was a close game? What if it was a possession that determines who wins, who loses? I know that the Warriors have this thing kind of by the neck at this point, and it's just But I, I know what you're saying more in general. Yeah, general, well, the, right? and the Mavericks keep getting touched up. They're up to one hundred and seventy-five thousand in fines for bench decorum. Which so, it, what do they want them to do? They just want them to sit basically down? basically sit down and not be on the court. You see, I mean, by the way, this is not specific to the Mavericks. Every team does it. The guys kind of wrap around the corner of the baseline yeah. right there. They're jumping up and down. They're excited for their teammates. But it is. I've always wondered. It's incredibly distracting if you were out there. Maybe you just get used to it. I, I don't know, but. Can you think about it? I'll tell you what. What you if do. he gets hurt? What if that's a finals game yep. and you throw it to the wrong guy because mm-hmm. he's wearing a T-shirt that's the color of your jerseys? That's not nothing. I'll tell you what you do. You just start hitting every three like Steph was and turning around before the ball even goes to the hoop. That's I think his solution. So he's about to join some very exclusive company. Okay, Th- this is this is pretty impressive because you talk about guys that have made the uh, the finals along the way. LeBron 10, Kareem 10, Magic 9. They've been nine. to the finals 10 times. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kareem 9, or excuse me, Kareem 10, Magic 9, yep. Jordan 6, and he's about to be number 6. He's mm-hmm. about to go for the 6th. I mean, you're talking about kind of the best player on these teams. That is incredibly heady company. But he, you said it. You said, you know what he needs to throw in there? Mm-hmm. He needs a finals MVP. Well, it's funny. When, when, you, when you put that list together, I mean – I guess it's because how he's performed in the finals, you don't look at Steph in those names. Like, I don't look at Steph in those regards. Steph is an unbelievable player. Once kind of in a lifetime, kind of changed the scope of the NBA. Sure. But didn't Jordan have six finals MVPs? And Kareem is always going to be, I think think it was was. six finals MVPs. Kareem's going to be considered, or is already considered, okay, where do you want him? Second all time, first, third, okay, wherever you want to put him. LBJ, four finals MVPs. Steph does have that kind of weird thing in his resume. Now, the franchise as a whole, we're going to talk about in a second, kind of where they stack up. But Steph does have that, that weird, wait a minute, so you've been in the finals how many times? You're part of 
if you win it this year, you know, I think this is kind of the definition of this is what you call a dynasty. Sure. Uh, a team that continues. It arguably already is. A, a team that continues to get to the NBA Finals and continues to win, you know, has multiple NBA championships. But Steph's in a weird category. You are, you know, when you say the best player on that team, he wasn't the best player when KD was there, but he was, he's such an iconic name to that franchise over this period of time and never won a Finals MVP. Does that's, it make you think less of him? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it does. I, I don't think you're wrong. Yeah. I, and what, what's interesting is coming into this one, and we'll talk about this when we come back. C- coming into this one, he's going to kind of have to be. Because if he doesn't play like a final, this will MVP, be more necessity. They won't yeah. win. Yeah. Miami will beat him. Boston will beat him. If, if he doesn't play like the way he's played through the playoffs so far, because if he like he's shooting fifty five percent from three over the mm-hmm. last couple of games, if he does that, they're going to win. He's going to be the MVP. But it is kind of an odd hole. Two time regular season MVP, deadlock cinch Hall of Famer, change the game, all those things you said. But that that offer in that part is is odd, especially when you look at some of the other guys that have gotten it along the way. Yeah, I, and we could do this coming up, but. Uh, I think looking at Steph and looking at where the Warriors kind of rank in this uh, the dynasty dynasty talk and kind of going back to the Lakers and Celtics of the eighties. There's yeah. been a handful of them, and where do they fall? That's coming up next. Don't forget, you're gonna to want to download the new ESPN LA app. Go to your Apple uh, App Store. You can go to your Google Play Store. You can find it right there. ESPN LA app. Put it on your phone. One tap, and you are listening to Travis Sleeve, Mason in Ireland, Sedano and Cap. All the things we have here at ESPN seven ten. It's Travis Sleeve seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. I hope you at least feel bad. I hope you at least it's going to bother you the rest of the day, or maybe a little bit longer than that. Do you do you have any remorse at all? I just think of the days that we were supposed to have Mexican food here. <laughs> See, taco guy came and See? brought way too much food, and then See? it's okay. You know what you do? Like, see, I don't pretend. Taylor didn't have lunch. I don't have pretend. lunch that day. I, I, I blew it that day. I, I meant to pack. I did pack it, and I just forgot to I blew it, it yesterday. Yeah, there you go. I feel better see, now. Don't you feel, I feel better? better. Just yeah. say it. I blew it yesterday. Just say it. Yeah. But see, you tried to do all these things. I just blew it. You're like, well, I didn't want my car. Well, I no, could keep it. Just ice is fine. It, this Yeti is an cooler. excuse. This is an excuse. Plastic bags. Like. But 4 p.m. to 10.30. Yeah. Ice. Cooler. I mean, why? Why is I don't understand why that's your go-to. No, you don't understand. It's like refrigeration and and ice and coolers. It kind of works out. I had my out. reasoning. <laughs> I had my reasoning. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit progressive.com. Taylor, you said that really what I could do is I could drop it off on the way. Yeah, swing. You're halfway home. You could swing In by Torrance. my house. Yeah. I don't get by. the I don't get the invite. 
I'll, well, I don't want you to have my address. <laughs> then, then you, you might, just, then you I, might show up at any point. We just meet at like a shopping <laughs> we'll center. <laughs> hey, right, everybody's got that place. Let's just meet in the yeah. Costco parking lot. We'll jump on the freeway and go from there. That way, you don't have to work. Uh, Ralph's. Way. There's a parking spot pretty deep there. <laughs> yeah, it's not even back. you. You send Bobby. Yeah, so I just, you I, want I, no I just, connection I want to at cut all. Out. I want to cut out. I yeah. need. I don't need you to follow me back to my house. There's a a lot of things that could go. Taylor's telling me a story this morning. He went to a festival this weekend, and the singer that you saw was hammered and he couldn't perform his responsibilities oh yeah the lead singer of modest mouse was completely um no yeah wasted that's not okay like people are coming yeah, did no, you, you pay for tickets for this is this like a uh, show you pay to go see yeah, I, I paid for this but it was a festival so there are other acts i was there to see mainly and i knew i knew it was coming because i saw them seven seven years ago at the forum and he was also drunk <laughs> probably brand, listen listen Go do your thing. Have a good time. This is uh, you're playing music. Nobody's saying that you're you're a doctor or a surgeon or something like that. But you got to be able to perform. You got to be able to perform. Well, okay. You're not a doctor or a surgeon. You're not an airline pilot. Right. You could probably have a drink before you go out there to perform. You can have whatever you want as long as you can perform. Just perform. So his guitar parts were perfect. It was weird, but his his vocals were just off. He was just mumbling. He couldn't remember the words. How many times do you think he's played that song, too? I mean, <laughs> literally thousands, you know, probably? Do you know how drunk you have to be that you couldn't even remember the words? To Your a song, own song. I'm assuming they write and perform yes, their own. Yes, yeah. they do. Right. So he probably wrote the song, has yeah. performed the song thousands of... <laughs> like when... I, I think Where I've told I? you this. I went to see Motley Crue at the Honda Center a handful of years ago. And it was great. It was a really good show. But they, they opened the show... And Vince Neil comes out, right? And it's it was kickstart my heart, right? It's it's it's, it's going, and he comes out, whoa, yeah, kick, you know, and he's and within one round of the course, he was completely he's out tired. of breath. Yeah, he's he tired. was done. But that's a, he was so overweight that he couldn't do his. He's like <sighs> that part of it. <sighs> Oh, kicks up my heart. Yeah, <laughs> he's gasping for breath. It was that, awful. that part of it. I almost feel okay with that. <laughs> he was just naturally <laughs> out of shape. He didn't. He didn't get so drunk that he didn't. He no, forgot the chance. Just you know, he needed another couple of laps on the treadmill before he got up there. He got it going. He just keeps kind of came out a little, little hot right out of the chute. This happened to me too when I saw uh, this band called the 1975 back when I was in high school. And the same thing, this guy drank, the lead singer drank a bottle of wine on stage. And that probably, I presumed, was not his only bottle of wine that day. No. But, uh. It's aggressive. He, Interesting going wine the, there, huh? The singing was. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would have thought, like, hardcore drugs or right. Jack Daniels or something. Like, something let, me more get, uh, let me get a cab. <laughs> You got any Pinot Gris back there? The uh, the guitarist wants to get loose. <laughs> but uh, That's awesome. the, the 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 singing, the songs were fine. But it was like in the middle when he was like doing his little interludes. That's when you could tell he was super drunk. The singing was fine. <laughs> Have you ever experienced that? I was trying to think too. I mean, listen. There's been... When when you stopped at the concert instead of bringing me Dolma every, uh, yesterday, was everybody where they were nope, supposed to they be? Delivered. They delivered. <laughs> they delivered. They did. They did. I, but I, I've had some you know, shows you go to, concerts you go to, where you're like, yeah, I think that guy's a little blasted. But they, they get through the show. It's fine. Maybe they have a stumble of a couple of words, but they get through it. But if you can't perform, I mean, got to perform. Yeah, especially if you're asking people to pay. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just kind of like you're in the park as a freebie yeah. or something, that whatever. But if, if you're charging ticket in prices. The park, that's awesome. Right. Sometimes you go yeah. like for, there's just a, a concert in the mm-hmm. park. And I, I guess the city's probably paying for it at yeah. some point. But if you've put money in your account. I don't know. Maybe you 
lay off the Pinot Gris <laughs> before you hit the stage along the way. Uh, so the Warriors have three titles. Okay. They've been to the finals five times. They got a chance. What was their first finals appearance? Was that, what, 2015? I, I'm bad at that game. I don't remember things by years. They, okay. they, they won the title against the Cavs. Then they lost the title to the Cavs. Yep. Then they got Kevin Durant. Got Kevin Durant. Won a couple more. Won two titles. Yet lost another one against the Toronto Raptors. And, and then here injured we are. for two years. And then injured for two years. And here we are. Mm-hmm. So if we go back to the Laker dynasty of the eighties, okay, they got five. Okay, they had five to five titles in ten years. And you made it. Let's not count. We won't count the one where they make it against the Bulls. Don't count that one. Right. And I just say that because Kareem's not there. So you basically say you made it to eight finals appearances in a span of 10, 11 years? Nine years. They Because they, they went to the finals nine times oh, yeah, in 10 right. years. That's right. They went to the finals. And, and I'm even going to throw – because, look, losing – there's no shame in losing in the finals. Mm-hmm. If you're in the finals, that means you had a tremendous season. And the Lakers went nine times. They won five of them. The Celtics went – uh, and got three titles during that in that, five that years. I right? want to say they made it five times. Yeah, they, or was it? Four? Well, they lost. They lost four. two to the Lakers. Lost two to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. They beat the Rockets twice. So they, I mean, they were they were racking them up too in the eighties. Mm-hmm. The Celtics were one of those teams. You've got the Bulls of the nineteen nineties, six and zero. Six. They're probably at the top of the list. I agree because they went six times. They mm-hmm. won all six. Two years, Jordan takes off, comes back three more, two three-peats. Then you got the six, not the six, the Spurs. Mm-hmm. They won five over a period of time, never went back-to-back. You got the Lakers of the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, where they got— Go to four and five years and win three. Right, and then two more again. I know that it was different because Shaq was there for the first part, not for the second part. Kobe was there for the whole time. Powell comes in. And then you got the Heat, I guess, four in a row. And then this— and, and I'm not so sure that this one isn't much more like the Lakers and the Celtics of the 80s than any of these other ones. The Bulls are number one, but I'm not so sure that the Warriors aren't right behind those guys if they get another one. Yeah, I'm trying to think here because you got, you got the 73-win year where you end up losing to the Cavs. You're up 3-1. You go get Kevin Durant, who was arguably the second-best player in the world at that time. You win two in a row. I think it's... I think what they're doing right now to me is probably the most impressive run that they've had. Think about this, Trav. Western Conference is the Western Conference. Always give the West credit. And they got to finish this thing off. I mean, I know they're up 3-0. We'll see what happens to get to the NBA Finals. But you went two years without making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You went two years where Clay Thompson is out. He's injured. And what would you do in those two years to kind of keep yourself in position? You went out and you drafted players. You went out and got Andrew Wiggins after D'Angelo Russell. That you, you kind of to keep this thing afloat in the two years you were injured is as impressive as anything that they've done. So I get the first year they won a championship. I get the two that they got with KD. I get those finals appearances. Kind of Three headed monster, right? This is arguably the most impressive of any of these runs. If you end up winning a championship this year, this far distance from it, KD not being there, doing it in the Western Conference, Clay's got to recreate himself. Steph has got to be the Steph's face. Got to carry a lot more water. He's got to carry a lot more water, and that doesn't mean that they. But but again, no, he was good, but it, he wasn't Steph. He, okay, he was slightly less than his best version. Give, give give the Warriors a credit on this too. Jordan Poole was drafted by them, mm-hmm. right? You got 
Um, I mentioned how they got Wiggins is mm-hmm. because they traded KD in a sign and trade for D'Angelo. D'Angelo, they traded for Andrew Wiggins. As in, they kept this thing like, hey, just keep building, keep building. Multiple this might paths be, to success. This might be the most impressive of all the runs that they've had. Let's go to Pico Rivera and Michael. Michael, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Michael? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. Um, well, you guys talking about the, the, the drunk artists or drunk band on stage, for, it just reminded me of a time that I saw <laughs> Um, it was an event called Soulquarius in in Los Angeles about a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I was like R and B event, and R. Kelly was one of the headliners, so he was going to be on like around like eleven o'clock at night or whatever, like towards the end of the event. Um, however, my girlfriend got a little too drunk, <laughs> so I kind of had to force the hand to like, you know, we got to take off because I don't want to be that couple. <laughs> trying to pull my girlfriend along everywhere. Love so. watching those couples where the <laughs> yeah. the guy is like just helping her. Trying to steer her back to the car. Yeah, you just got to hold like a shoulder and like a <laughs> yeah. hip. small the back and a shoulder. Yep. You're yeah, kinda, that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, later or the very next day, I I'm looking on Twitter and Instagram about uh, their like the performances that I missed, and R. Kelly was a big one that was like trending all over the place, and I went to see the video on YouTube and. I guess he got so drunk and he's sweating profusely like on stage and he starts getting on his knees close to where the fans are at and he allowed this girl to rub him in his you know what Yeah, thank you Michael. We're going to we're going to tap the mat. I had that not been an R Kelly story, we might have let it play out a little bit longer, but it just feels like that was headed in a bad direction. So I was saying this yesterday on Solana Beach. Bro, it is hilarious when somebody's taking when their boyfriend's taking the girlfriend they're like up closer towards towards the front of the stage that walk you have to take where everybody's like what the hell's going on here oh everybody's like no everything's fine everything's fine just moving just she's, moving she's the on, she's on medication something didn't agree with you know what's cool enough you know what's cool enough it's you're at a concert and all of a sudden you have a dolly and you're just like taking a dolly <laughs> All the like way Hannibal through the Lecter. crowd, <laughs> like when they take him out of the airplane and roll him up to the senator, like, "Hello, <laughs> I'm just taking taking Hannibal back to the car. We've 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 had enough. Just just gonna call it a night at this place." Factor Cap, Al. When do you feel the most manly? That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza better because it has to be hi it's mike greenberg letting you know espn bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring the official sports book of espn has exclusive offers and markets from scott van pelt Stephen a smith and me plus many more from the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans sign up today new users get a bet reset up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, guys. We're going to have uh, Bobby in here for our very special factor cap. So I'm, I'm assuming, Bobby, you know what, what cap means. Indeed, I do. Uh, 
All right, great. So you can also help your father make sure that he's uh, doing everything great, okay? I'll do so, it, <laughs> So this first one actually is going to be directed at Bobby. So you told me a story uh, in one of the breaks about uh, your flight. So here's my statement, and then you can tell your little story, okay? So uh, you can sleep at the airport. Bobby, factor cap. I used I used to be cap, but now I'm on fact. Um, yesterday I was stuck at SFO for eight hours. Um, shout out United. Um, <laughs> And I found one of those long couches and used my backpack as a pillow and got a nice couple hours of sleep. Um, you were an airport between. sleeping guy, so you were taking up more than one spot. You were being a bad member of society as well. Horizontal I'm sleeping. And I'm proud of myself. <laughs> Travis? No, I, I need to be lying down, and because I'm not an animal like well, him over there, I, I, was, <laughs> I was lying down. <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm not going to lie down in the airport because someone else might want to sit down in one of those seats. Yeah. So I'm a I'm a full uh, cap on that. Sleep. You know, I want to see Bobby. It'd been awesome if like you decided, hey, I'm I'm going to get some rest here, and then. He just kind of in sandals, shorts, walks to the bathroom, maybe a wife beater, brushes his teeth. <laughs> he did do deodorant. that. I also brush my teeth at the airport. <laughs> I, I would do that, no problem. I would do that. But also kind of like kind of set up the bed. It's not like you just kind of- linens. Yeah, just the whole, the whole thing. You know, you want sure. you want like the whole experience. Um, I, can't, I can't do an airport. The one time I had to go on a really long flight and I took, what is it? To, Ambien? I took something. I took something. Okay, and I didn't time it. I didn't time it right. <laughs> like I in the, took you it, fell asleep in the terminal. I took it too early. Oh boy! So it's. Did you have some cocktails with it too? No, I didn't have any cocktails, but I took it too early, and I'm in line to get on the plane, and I couldn't keep my eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like I was a position where you were, where you said, "Okay, I got, I got six hours here. I got eight hours of the cases." I took it. Probably 45 minutes too early. You know what you were? You were the woman at the concert you were just describing. Somebody had to steer you to your seat. Hey, you're in uh, You're in 22F, dummy. <laughs> Fall in your seat and call it a night. So I think I fell asleep standing up. That's <laughs> awesome. getting to my seat. All right. So last night on the uh, Inside the NBA, the TNT broadcast, uh, Charles Barkley arrived to set on the back of a horse. I was like, that is one strong horse up there. So <laughs> you would rather ride a horse than a bird scooter. Uh, Travis, factor cap. Oh, f- f- 100% fact. Like a horse, like I, I'm terrified of horses. Horses really give me the the creeps. They're so big and they're so powerful. But I feel like once I had some sort of apparatus to hoist me on top of a horse, I feel like I could sit there and bounce along while the horse. If the horse started running, I'm cooked. But if the horse is just kind of you know walking along, I could hang with that. A bird scooter, I'm gonna break my neck. Have now. you have you you've ridden a horse? I have. I'll take a scooter. <laughs> really? Yeah. You just got to sit there and hold on to the reins. It's not that bad. And hopefully the horse is 150 ago, years old. And long time ago. What is it? In like Burbank or something like that, you can go ride horses. Yeah, right over by Griffith Park over okay, here. Okay, exactly. Yeah. And I went and all of a sudden, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, right? And you got your, uh, you got your whoever's like instructor, I don't yeah, know. Leader. Leader, whatever it is. Bro, my horse was like attacking the other horse, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Going way too far in front. Now we're going on hills, and I'm kind of leaning. Give me a scooter. 
take a scooter. I'm I'm a, I'm well I'm, afraid. I'm basically, John Wayne okay, compared to you. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, are literally a cowboy in hey, a western Sliwa, movie. What are you doing on the back of that bird scooter? Get up on a horse like a man, will you? Couldn't do it. <laughs> Bobby, what about you? Would you do horse or, or bird scooter? Um, I'm gonna go horse because I've seen way too many bird scooters on the side of the five freeway. Um, <laughs> also, I don't know. Yeah, definitely horse. Right, yeah. I, I, horses, at least you can control it a little bit better. I'm not uh, telling you that I'm gonna, gonna go the scooter's going to go anywhere, but I'll just stand <laughs> on it. You'll hold, stand next to it and hold it by the handlebars? All right, so my friend just recently posted this on Twitter. He uh, posted that he's never felt manlier than he has when he's completed a DIY project around his house. He's a homeowner. He's a pretty a new home, homeowner. So, uh, Alan, you never feel manlier than you do when you complete a DIY house project. Factor cap. I'll go cap. When you have like a really, really good workout and you go for like a long run, or mm-hmm. it doesn't even have good to be one. long. It doesn't have to be good long. One. You could go run for three or four miles and you walk back and like when you're done and you're actually sweating, you're looking around like, yeah, I don't know what you did all day. But <laughs> Well, you go into like your Lance an Armstrong animal. after you've been working out for two or three days. Like you guys need to get more cardio in your life. You're here doing Rocky montages. Last week, how stupid this was. Remember going the hike? And going off trail, whatever I'm doing, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm basically humans Lu- don't do this. Lewis and Clark, humans don't do <laughs> You're this. You're in Altadena, but I think I'm going to take that more so because I'm not a do-it-yourself. I'm going to go build a deck this weekend. I, I I think that's why it is fact for me. I am it's, as he can attest. I can't fix a thing, and it enrages me every time my wife asks me to even try. But it can be the most basic thing in the world, right? That literally just I, I put my computer desk together, and I felt like Magellan. I'm like, look what I just did. I, I have completely cracked the code of manliness. I use tools to create a thing. Nothing makes me feel as good as that. I can't do it. I'm terrible at it, but I think I, I get what your friend's saying. You do feel like you've accomplished something. Taylor? I think it's in the grocery store, and the little old lady come, uh, comes up to me, and she asks if uh, I can grab something off the top shelf. <laughs> I'm going to feel the manliest. <laughs> Not bad. All right, so if you got paid a lot of money... Oh, sorry. I'll, I'll preface this with this. Uh, the Cardinals were just named. They're going to be the uh, second uh, in-season hard knocks. So if you got paid a lot of money, you would let someone video you hard knock style. Uh, Funch. Touch cut. Uh, I think I would, but my life is kind of boring now. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I don't think... You know, I don't think we're going to get maybe good ratings. Maybe not on it. Sunday. Maybe not on Sunday. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I think maybe, I'm just putting it out. Maybe there. put a little special together for you know the 24 <laughs> hours of Sunday. Maybe <laughs> right. maybe you get some good ratings. But other than that, I think you would get some bad ratings. They can make it look really cool, Travis. I, I think I fall into the functions. I, yeah, no, look, I, you don't even have to pay me a lot of money to do it. As long as I get a little bit of something, if you want to if you want to waste your time following me around to go watch me play golf and eat and sleep, then yeah, knock yourself out. I, I, I'm an open book when it comes to that stuff. It's got to be specific, right? So like if, if, I, if somebody said, Trav, we're going to follow you for a full round of golf. Uh-huh. I think that would kind of be interesting, right? I'm sure there'd be times you're having some beers, you're doing whatever you're doing. Maybe. Some jokes, blah, blah, blah. But if you just want to follow me around, you want to follow me from my drive yesterday from San Diego to L.A., 
six, without the doma. Six minutes into this thing, you're gonna be like, yeah, this is flipping the channel. Well, no, you went to a reggae festival. Did do that. You did that. Did you the Tory Pines hike. You did the Tory. See, you're not giving yourself nearly enough credit. I picture they have one of those those steady cams that yep. they're always running yep. inside, like mm-hmm. the 360 thing. I'd be there for that. High uh, tide yesterday. Once I got to the bottom, Bobby, we were doing a whole HBO here. show about you. Oh, I definitely, absolutely, and you wouldn't have to pay me for it either. <laughs> I just want to see myself on camera. <laughs> Great, perfect. Uh, so uh, last night there was the massive dunk in the uh, Warriors Mavs game. So you would rather be dunked on than have someone do a bat flip on you in a game. So you pitch, you get a bat flipped on you. You'd rather be dunked on than get someone bat flipped on you. Um, Travis, Dr. Cap. Okay, I. Uh, Double cap? Can it be that? Is that an option in my world? Sure. Um, I've never understood why it's embarrassing to get done. Andrew Wiggins is really good. When DeAndre Jordan goes flying through the air, remember when he had the one he made the face where it kind of yeah. looked like that? Yep. That DeAndre Jordan's seven feet tall and an mm-hmm. amazing athlete and caught a pass. And I, 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 Why is that embarrassing? I'm just trying to do my job and get in the way, and he made a play. If I'm Walker Bueller and somebody smokes a home run, whatever. What do I care? I, I'm out here, too trying to do my thing. I don't think there's any embarrassment in getting beat like that. I, I really don't. They're going to get theirs on the other side. Problem with the basketball ones is, so I will take, give me the bat flip all day long. A lot of times they key in on the batter and less on the pitcher. That's an advantage right there. <laughs> the problem with getting dunked on, it's 37 different angles. It's the one with DeAndre Jordan. It's how the guy falls back. Remember when Jason Terry got dunked on by LeBron? Yeah, I think it was sure. Jason Terry. Was it Jason Terry? Mario Chalmers to Dwayne Wade to this, and, and LeBron dunks it. Those highlights never go anywhere, and the dude usually ends up on his back looking up as he gets... Yeah, but what's he supposed to do? Run into the stands and baptized. watch it on TV? I understand that he gave up a, a dunk. What, what I'm saying, it looks, it looks much worse to get dunked on than I think it does when you give up a home run and they bat flip you. Is that the one where Dwayne Wade's running away with yep. his arms oh, out? No, 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 that's a different one. <laughs> that, that's the Dwayne Wade gives one. the, the no and he, look yeah, and just doesn't even know like, the result. Yeah, it's like just it. goes like that. We got it. Taylor, what about you? It just means you're playing defense. So I would take I would take the bat flip, I think, over the dunk. Maybe, yeah. no shame in getting Maybe it's just I've given up so many home runs it doesn't phase me anymore. It's like, eh, it goes another one. No. That's fine. How many how much longer do you want me to be out here, coach? You know, you know, that's three in this game. Probably time to come get me. <laughs> how about when that's they look, enough. how about when the player looks down on him when he's on his back like you good down there? <laughs> so the step over. Everything okay. good? But see, this brings up an interesting point. Like, the dunk thing, I don't think is terribly humiliating. But when, like, for instance, when... DeAndre when, stepped over. Remember when Steph put oh, no, uh, Chris Paul in the in the spin cycle? Yep. And and, and Chris Paul is a yep. Hall of Fame player. He's and out Paul four to six weeks with an ankle sprain. Dropped on his butt. Like, he literally turned him around mm-hmm. so far that he dropped on his butt, and Steph kind of looks at him and just knocks down a little short. Like, that is, not only am I doing my thing, but I'm going to stop. I'm gonna look at you. Take and a look now at you. I'm make How's it going? Down there? Everything good? You good? Want to get up? Start getting up. A I'm little gonna bit. let you try to get up, and then I'm and then I'll shoot it. Down. Absolutely. All right. How'd you do, Bob? You make it through that? Doing all right. Is that going to warm, is that gonna warm up for uh, Ask Bobby? I'm nice and loose. Have you been pouring through Twitter looking at this? I've scrolled through a little bit. Uh, Darvin the OC is putting in a lot of work on the Twitter feed right now. <laughs> he he usually does. Doesn't don't, surprise don't, me. Don't, he cares. He's passionate pay, about this. Don't pay him too much mind. So we got a half an hour until Ask Bobby. That's coming up at 12.15. Hashtag them. Ask Bobby so we can go through them. And uh, I'm going to try to make sure that I vet these as best as I can, Slee. It's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. So what are you thinking? How's it going to go? 
What did you think of his? And I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to put him on the spot a little bit. Little, just thought maybe he might bring a little more to the table in factor cap. I'm going to no, put a little fun. pressure on him. No, the, the fact he told the story of sleeping in an air, <laughs> completely spreading out too, like no problem of what does it take four seats, five <laughs> seats doesn't matter. It's a family right there standing. Well, they stand. They should have got here earlier. I like that you roofied yourself on the line to get to get a, an airplane seat. That what, why did you not read the packaging? What happened? I love the packaging. No, I did not. I have no idea. Actually, I got it from somebody, so I didn't know what the hell I was doing. They're like, oh, you know, this will help you sleep, blah, blah, blah. Worked, I guess. 45 minutes early. All right, this is to you, Taylor. It says, tell Taylor, I- Isaac Brock, lead singer of Modest Mouse, is known for this. I'm a huge fan, great lyricist. Seen them about 10 times, and he's batting 500 for oh, great good. shows. That's, is that, that's have, You've seen him more than once. Twice, yeah. Are, 0 for 2? 0 for 2. That means yeah, you're going to get two good times. ones if you go back again. I don't think I will. <laughs> Are you out? Are you done? I wouldn't have gone to see them if they weren't at the festival, so yeah, I'm out. What are you doing? Not a mouse head. I wonder if there's uh, the rest of the band is like, hey, buddy, um, people aren't going to come anymore if they think you're batting 50% of doing your job at a concert. Taylor's batting zero. He, he, got, he got 0 for 2 along the way. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance at Progressive. They're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Glendale and Drew. Drew, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? I was just talking about the what makes you feel manly. Is it weird that doing non-manly things is the most feel, makes me feel the most manly, like laundry or dishes or in general something that I don't know you wouldn't normally do is the one one thing that makes me feel the most manly. I guess. Okay, so that like th- when you- that's interesting, Drew, because there there's something to that. Right, like it makes me feel like I accomplished something. It doesn't make, make you, me feel. You know what it is. Tell me if this if this lands okay. the same way with you. It makes you feel like you're contributing to the the group effort. Yeah. Right. That because whether it's it's a, a live-in girlfriend or a spouse or whatever it is that if you have your roles and I have mine, if all of a sudden I'm helping you do something, whether it's something teammate. like that, I'm a right, good teammate. Right. You yeah. feel like you know what? I'll I'll field that ground ball for you today. I usually mm-hmm. don't have to field them. I'm playing third today, but don't give it I'll a Muncie. Do don't right? let Muncie field <laughs> yeah, it. Well, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? That, that that's there's something to that. Just a little bit out of your lane, a little bit out of your comfort zone. That's why I think for me it's building something. If but I, that's but that's not manly to me. That's like I accomplish something. You see what I'm saying? Like that's I feel like okay, this is this is stupid. Whenever you pay a credit, when you pay a credit card bill, right? You kind of walk away a little bit. You're ch- damn right. I hit send right there. <laughs> Damn right, there's zero balance on there. Oh, that is a good feeling. The zero balance? Yeah, that's a great Come feeling. On. That's a great feeling. Do you want to pay the minimum or you want to pay the whole thing in there? Yeah. So my, my favorite thing is to pay the minimum. If you ever look at if you pay the minimum, you will finally pay it off in you ever see the year 2064. If you continue to pay, and spend and pay the minimum, you know what that's they hate? what you'll get there. They hate when you pay the whole thing. Of course. They know that's ah, not the game. I don't do that. That's not Why the you game. That, that Look, doesn't you work at all. $267 a month. Why'd you got to bring up my guy Muncie like that? Why you got to go go at him like that? He didn't have a very good uh, yeah, very good day yesterday. Not his best. Not his best. Like he's off to a little bit of a rough start. He's not hitting a ton. He, you know, a little bit of a By the way, defensive is that, issues. Is that you got runners, runners at second and third. There's two outs. You're in the bottom of the tenth. Mm-hmm. You know they're running on anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
just is there something to that slow ground ball that starts walking up to you and you're like not that it's a tough play not that he's diving anywhere anything like that but is there something about like you have time to think that's about a, it that you nailed yeah. it that's exactly it it's it's like a free throw right that if you have a timeout and you go over there it's like the, the you're icing yourself as the ball is coming you're like oh this is one i should absolutely make mm-hmm. whereas if it's a They're rocket calling a that's timeout, hit right at you now you have a little bit more time to <laughs> right. think about the free throw shooting. well the game that i went to last week or uh, middle of last week Muncy made the last out of the game, right? It was a hard-hit ground ball behind the bag at third base. He goes down there, he backhands it, yep. makes a nice throw across the diamond. Game over. You Be- react. Beautiful play. There's Just no thinking. catch it and do it. Mm-hmm. He's Plus, here's the other thing. I don't care what anybody says. When you're struggling at the thing you're typically very, very good at, it's very hard for it not to affect the rest of what you're I was you're just going to say, it affects everything. Yeah, you, they, and, and he's not hitting. Mm-hmm. He, he's not hitting right now. He's coming off that injury at the like end of right the last season. Like right now, if he goes home and cooks, he probably burnt the chicken. <laughs> but, he probably burnt the chicken. If I left it on, he forgot. He forgot the chicken at the store. He'd get home without the chicken. Like, oh man, I got all. I got. I got my salsas and my my tortillas, and I don't even have the chicken. He cut the grass this weekend. Hundred percent. There's a patch. He just forgot. Forgot about that patch. So it's hard, right? When when you when nothing's going your way. Yeah. When you can't get going, and Mm -hmm. nothing is worse than this than baseball. That when you are in a bad funk. Mm-hmm. everything that can go wrong will. It feels like you're never going to get another hit. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're never going to make another play. And you just need one thing to go right. Like, oh, right, that's how it goes. And the other way? Mookie. Can't miss. Mookie. <sighs> right? Like, but, but the way he started the season, and now it's like anything he sees in his head, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and tear that one up. What did they win, eight in a row before they lost yesterday? Seven. Was it seven? Okay. They, they, I think that would have been eight yesterday. Eight would have been, okay. A lot of those were comeback wins. Yeah, well, most all of them. Mm-hmm. They win eight in a row, and it's like, yeah, or seven in a row, whatever mm-hmm. the number is. <laughs> this is, the Dodgers have, as a Dodger fan, it feels really weird to say it like this, they've ruined the regular season because they're, they win eight in a row, seven in a row. They're going to have another 10-game winning streak at some point this season. And there's never a point where you feel like, hey, this is getting kind of interesting. You, they're, they're going to pull away with this thing by a million miles. Okay, interesting or not? Throw one at you. Padres hanging in there. Padres were, what, 25% of the season, uh-huh. maybe a little over 25%. They swept the Giants on the road. Tatis hasn't played yet. They're playing pretty good baseball. They are. But I, I think there's the... You know, last year was so different with the Giants because the Giants kind of, in a sense, set the tone. It was actually the Dodgers that were pretty much chasing the Giants all season, all season long, and you were just waiting for their collapse. Um, I don't know if it's if that's a good thing for the Dodgers that you have somebody like the Padres kind of nipping right behind them. You know what I mean? Like, there's not a five six game cushion right there in the NL West. It's all right. Well, the Padres are right there. Not not a five game cushion yet. Mm-hmm. But the Giants are five back. Arizona's seven and a half back. The Rockies are eight back. And to your point, the Giant, excuse me, the Padres are playing really good baseball. Mm-hmm. They're playing well. Do you think the Dodgers are playing good baseball? Like, are they playing to their capabilities? They're playing good baseball. The, yes. But I know what you're saying. Is there, could they're, it get a lot better? They can. I'm going to try this a different way. The Dodgers are performing at like a B level. Okay. The Padres are performing at an A level. Without? Without Tatis, mm-hmm. for sure. But again, they're they're kind of maxing out where they are right now, and they're still behind the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. That's the part that, because 162 games, you're going to be it's, what it's you're going to be. It's as good as if if the Padres were signing up for this before the season started, oh, for they'd sure. take it in two seconds. For the Dodgers, it's like, no, no, that's probably where they're going to be. Speaking of San Diego, let's go to Roderick in San Diego. Roderick, you're on with... Travis and Slee. What's up, Roderick? 
Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to comment on performers who get, you know, drunk or stoned. Um, Slee, I don't know if you if you know, but um, Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube uh, came to San Diego uh, last week, and I attended it. And it was my first time going to state of the art, um, world famous San Diego sports arena. So uh, uh, it was impressive. gorgeous. Um, it's beautiful. The parking lot is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, you should be very proud that, uh, you know. <laughs> well, he didn't build it, Roderick. He's not, he wasn't on the general contracting team that screwed the place together. He just kind of would board go member there. there? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, I was just going through that. I'm like, man, this is the place. Okay, Roderick, I got, I got a question. Did they perform, perform, or were they intoxicated or anything else? Well, one of the performers is um, very famous for um, getting stoned before he performed, but he did well. It was a great show. It was a really great show. But I just wanted to ask a question about the San Diego Sports Arena. Since it's, you know, I, San Diego iconic, mm-hmm. if you had a chance to rename it, um, what would you rename it after or who would you rename it after? So, yeah. But um, that's all I got. Thanks, guys. I like that. Famous San Diegan, right? You got to go somebody that's associated so with the city. So here's the problem. If, if, if we're doing sports perspective, uh-huh. Tony Gwynn is – He's got one. The arguably – but I was going to say, but that's the sports arena. Right. He's got a Petco Park and a, and a statue there. In the ballpark at San Diego State, Tony Gwynn Stadium. I was going to say, that, yeah. that too. SDSU. Okay, so. Got to rename Bill it. Walton, San famous San Diegan. Hall of Famer. The Slee Center. <laughs> I'd rather have. This came up I over like the weekend. That, by the way. You know what I watched? Watched Anchorman. Can Ron we tie, Burgundy can we, Arena. <laughs> can we tie Anchorman into it? That might be the most iconic of them all. State classy arena, not a bad. What way else? To do what it. else are you going to do with the with that stadium? Because there's bulldoze no. It. <laughs> I mean, what are how we waiting it, for? How has it not been bulldozed? It's it's a dump. It's a dump, and it's time to. Go. But wh- wh- for what? For who? It sounds like you know to channel Allen right. Iverson. Yeah, there's. It's not like there's an NBA team. No. There's not like there's an NHL hockey team. team. Yep. They've got minor league hockey. The Lakers used to a million years ago go play one game a. A, a fall there. It's called Michael Cage Center. <laughs> Is he the last great San Diego Clipper? Norm Nixon? Well, Cage, Norm could get some San time. Diego State, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. There you go. Michael Cage and Slee Center. Yes. The Slee Cage. There we go. Cage of Slee. We'll come up with it. We'll keep workshopping it. Uh, good idea, Roderick. We had to stop a game there because the water was coming up <laughs> there's a problem in major league baseball that uh, thankfully the dodgers aren't dealing with but everyone else is that's next it's travis lee 710 espn